You are listening to From Sobriety to Recovery with Jesse Mogul. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to From Sobriety to Recovery. I am your host, Jesse Mogul. I am in addiction recovery. I am once again thrilled to be here as I always am. And what we're going to do today, we're going we're gonna to change things up a little bit. So I recently launched the Breaking Through series. And it's a whole new idea about really tying lots of different episodes together to get us to that very achievable outcome of long-term sobriety, long-term addiction recovery. As part of that, what I've noticed is that I've been getting a lot of feedback that people out there love my long forms. I did intend these shows to be 30 minutes. The more feedback I got that people were you know, just living their lives, listening to me in the background and, and, and mowing lawns and studying and things of that nature, I got more and more comfortable with the 45-minute and one-hour-long episodes. But now I'm going to launch a different idea, a different series, and we're going to call this Sober Shorties. Now, whether I end up calling it Sobriety Shorties or I stick with Sober Shorties, either way, the idea is that I get you in and out of here in roughly 17 minutes. And these are really awesome opportunities for me to touch upon topics that I think are important to us as people looking for a way out of our, you know, moral decay. (laughs) I don't know why that part just came into my mouth, right? But we're looking for a way out of our darkness into the lightness. And I thought, well, what are some really great topics that I can start bringing to you immediately under this new title of Sober Shorties? Because I don't want to launch a whole new podcast at this time. Uh, I've already got so many thousands of you who know how to tune into this. I don't necessarily want to create a whole new platform. So we're going to go with this idea of Sober Shorties, and we're going to launch it with the initial topic of consistency and intensity. Now, I almost called this consistency over intensity, but there will be times in our lives, in our addiction recovery, in our sobriety, that we are going to want to be intense people. I can get very intense when it comes to my schoolwork on a Wednesday night at 10 p.m. because the assignment's due in two hours. There is a time for intensity, but there's been a lot of talk within the tribe, and if that's something that you're interested in enjoying, I have an entire tribe of people just like you, listeners of the show. They don't have to be one-on-one clients or even in the group coaching, but I do have a whole online uh, college, university that I've created around this idea of utilizing neuro-linguistic programming in our addiction recovery. And by becoming a member of that, you also get access to our Voxer tribe. When there's those of us in there who decide to participate, we're in there and we're chit-chatting about topics and we meet. Uh, Right now it's once a month and I'm looking forward to kicking that up a notch as we move into 2024. So enough of that. If you're interested in, in being around more people who listen to the show, that opportunity exists. jessemogel.com slash me and fill out the, uh, how can I help you with the coaching form and I'll hit you up. Okay, great. So in our tribe, we have been talking about intensity and consistency. And it's because one of our tribal members, Crystal, she had posted a, a picture of what consistency looks like in intensity. And intensity is this big flame that eventually peters out, while consistency is this little, in a, this picture of the fire emoji in the normal size that it always is. And then the intensity, the fire emoji is really big, and then eventually it whittles into nothing. And so once she posted that, the conversation started to move toward that. And I don't know if everybody else in the tribe's noticing it, but for me, consistency and intensity seem to be a, a topic, a, a 
the universe is bringing it to me. And even last week, when I didn't produce a podcast, it was because I, I couldn't do the normal Jesse intensity, hours and hours of reading and thinking about things and bringing all these ideas together. I didn't have an hour. I didn't have the time to research anything. So I just kept pushing it day and day and day and day. And now we found ourselves missing an entire week. What if I had just chosen Sober Shorty last week and given you 15 minutes last week? Then you would have had something rather than nothing. And I often talk about this with clients and other friends. I'm like, do you want to have 100% of zero or do you want to have 50% of 100, right? It's, it's like this idea that when you go to sell something or participate in something, even if you can't always participate in it all the way in, that you, you know, which is a lot. A lot of us want to be all in with things, but I would rather negotiate that with the person I'm getting ready to participate in something with and say, look, I don't have, you know, five hours, but I do have two hours. I'd love to participate, but I've got this two hours. I don't have the five hours you're wanting. Is this going to work with you? Because I would rather have 100% of two hours than 0% of the five hours. And that a lot of times people will say, you know what, we just want you to be a part of this project so much. Any part of you is better than no part of you. But that conversation wouldn't even have started if I wasn't willing to, to discuss my own boundaries and then where I was able to be consistent versus promising some level of intensity and then not being able to show up at all. So in your addiction recovery, in your sobriety, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for consistency and intensity. Now, here's where consistency is really important. I remember having this one client in Los Angeles, and I would talk to them about their health. I would talk to them about uh, fixing up their relationships, healing relationships, uh, getting their career back in order. And so we would talk about all these different you know, simple steps. I'm all about what is the what is the smallest, simplest next step? Something, anything to move the needle forward, right? I tell this to uh, my girlfriend all the time. Five minutes on the exercise bike is better than no minutes on the exercise bike. But if you set the standard that it's got to be 30 minutes or nothing, then you're not even getting five. And I would rather have five minutes on the exercise bike than no minutes on the exercise bike because I was so inflexible, I couldn't come off the idea that I have to get 30 minutes on the exercise bike. And we are habitual creatures. Humans love habits. And as people with an addiction background, we're also very extreme, right? So we have this extreme personality Right, this lack of impulse control, this desire for instant gratification, and we also we're, we're habitual by nature. Now we're also naughty by nature, but that's a whole different topic for a whole different show, and I'd probably need more than seventeen minutes to cover that. But we are habitual by nature, and thus what we want to do is we want to start forming habits, and we don't necessarily start all of them by firing ourselves out of a rocket. A rocket—that's the intensity, right? That's where we we get so into this is what sobriety is going to be you know and I'm going to go to I'm going to go to 90 meetings in 90 days and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do this and I'm going to have all these conversations with my loved ones and it's it's a lot and our bodies and our minds and our spirit cannot handle that much fluctuation we want to slowly integrate new habits right we're looking for sustainable progress here when I had the client say, you know, I'm going to start walking 10,000 steps a day and I'm going to ride my bike to work and I'm going to cut out all carbs and I'm going to eat six uh, portions of vegetables and I'm going to have really amazing conversations with my wife and I'm going to talk to everybody in the office about what we can do to communicate better. And he laid out a 10-step plan, very, very well thought out. 
And I was like, dude, that is a whole lot on your plate. How can we integrate one of those slowly so that after 10 weeks, every single one of those is happening? That idea got rejected. And he's like, no, I'm going to start all of these things tomorrow. Here I go. I can't wait. I'll let you know how it goes tomorrow. First day, only did seven of them. Second day, only did three of them. Third day, zero of them. Because he was trying to build an entire house of cards that was destined to be blown over by the wind. You cannot... Okay, let me take this back. You, it's, I'm not going to say that you cannot. You can do whatever the hell you want to do if you set your mind to it. You can fire yourself out of a rocket, and if you determine that you're going to maintain that level of intensity, and you're not going to release it or relinquish it to anybody, let alone me, fuck yeah, you go do that. But I'm telling you, the human brain is going to get exhausted. The body is going to run out of energy. It's going to need some downtime. And before you know it, because you missed one day of 10,000 steps, next thing you know, you're letting a little sugar in the door and you're not eating as much broccoli and then you're not going to the gym. Oh, you know, I missed a day at the gym and I told myself I was going to go to the gym five days a week. And so now it's only going to be four. And you know what? I mean, I'm really busy tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'll do, I'll do three. And then two weeks later, you're not even going to the gym anymore. Any day at the gym is better than no days at the gym. And again, because of our extremeness, because of our instant gratification desires, because of our habit-seeking nature, when we go to throw a ton of stuff at ourselves at one time, it's not going to generally play out the way that we'd hoped. We're looking for sustainable progress. We're looking for that ability to create a new habit. There's a book, I've talked about it a lot. It's called Habit Stacking. And the idea behind this, uh, I don't remember the author, but the I idea behind his book was, if you're looking to add something new to your life, a new healthy habit, let's say, then you want to slide it into a habit structure that already exists. So let's say I wanted to start flossing my teeth. Well, great. Then I could make it uh, right before I brush my teeth, but right after I wash my face. And then when I go to wash my face and my my muscle memory automatically gets me into that, you know, my going to bed, my closing routine for the day. Now sliding in flossing in between face and brushing teeth, it's not too difficult because I've already got a habit structure in place. But when you're trying to slam all these new things down, you don't have a habit structure in place for any of them. If I say I want to go to the gym and I want to start focusing on my abs at the end, but I'm already going to the gym three times a week, then it's pretty easy when I'm done with the workout to just go into the back area where they've got the little mats, throw an ab routine on my phone, listen to it through my earbuds, and then 10 minutes later, I'm done with my ab routine. But if I'm not going to the gym at all, and now I want to go to the gym, and I want to ride on the exercise bike, and I want to get 10,000 steps, and I also want to do an ab routine, I'm seeking to create four brand new habits where there is no current habit. I just want to see y'all start going to the gym. Even if it's just wandering around and playing around with the machines for the first week or two, figuring out what muscle group it works and, you know, maybe messing around with the weight, like just get used to driving to the gym. What is the path you're going to take to get to the gym of least resistance where you don't have to turn left against traffic or you don't get stuck at a really long light or you know, behind, I don't know, a school bus dropping kids off at just that time of day when literally it feels like every single house has a kid getting off at it and the little stop sign on the bus comes out. Like, What are some ways you're just going to get to the gym, let alone what you're going to do at the gym? So when we're seeking consistency, 
this habit formation. We have these compound effects. You begin to build a reliability and trust within yourself that you follow through on what you say. This is one of the uh, four agreements that Don Miguel Ruiz talks about, right? Being, I think it's being consistent with your word. Um, you know, let your word speak to you. Let you be the person who first makes promises to yourself and follows through with them. That's where the consistency is. See, I'm going to get my master's right now. And I know at the end of this, I will achieve the master's. There's something to be said for working on each assignment every day rather than just leaving it to the last day. And I made this decision when I first got it. I would start working on that week's assignments first thing in the morning, Thursday morning, figure out what I needed to do, find all my reference material, get everything in order. So when I had the two 200-word essays and the one 1,250-word essay, then it's all due various days, Saturday and Monday and Wednesday night, that each one would already have been prepped for. And then on Friday, I get in there and I do some of the extracurricular reading, the extra resources that they offer. And I do that for an hour and a half. And then on Saturday, I answer the first 200 essay question. I start preparing. And if I've got time, knocking out the second 200 essay question. So now all my focus on Monday gets to be just for the big the big dog, I call it, 1,250 words. And then I put in, you know, three, four hours on Monday, three, four hours on Tuesday, and then two hours on Wednesday, and the whole thing can be done. Now, I didn't follow that, and I started putting in 15 hours on Monday and exhausting myself, and, it, and I paid the price for that level of intensity. I have been exhausted for about a month now. So I'm reeling it in and I'm actually paying attention to how my brain is focusing its energy. And all of this stuff plays a humongous role in how you're taking on things. We can keep up a level of intensity for work and schoolwork and and healing ourselves and our addiction recovery. And we can be putting tens upon tens upon tens of hours into it. But whether it's today or this week or this month or next month or three quarters from now, a level of exhaustion is going to take over if we don't discover how to find a homeostasis of consistency. Consistency is what wins the race. It's the tortoise and the hare. Right, The hare is running around. It gets so far ahead, it decides to take a nap, and the tortoise beats its ass because the tortoise just went along. I used to run half marathons, and I'd watch these people sprint out of the gate. Right, I mean, just fly past me, and I'm just like, okay. I mean, that's I guess that's one way to do it. But you know, I know I'm averaging a nine and a half minute mile, and I know exactly what my feet and my cadence needs to feel like in order to achieve a nine and a half minute mile. Best I ever did was eight oh five minute mile, but I was pretty pretty consistent at that nine and a half minute mile. And you know what? What ended up happening right around mile five, six, seven, eight? Those people who dusted by me would be falling back to where I was, or I was just catching up to where they were, depending on how pessimistic or optimistic you want to listen to that statement. And I would pass them because they wanted to fly out of the gate like a freaking rocket. And I was just consistently there. Consistency wins. Now, there are times for the intensity, right? Then we'll get into that at a later date. But right now, I want us to be focused on understanding the sustainable progress, habit formation, creates these compounding effects that lead to this reliability and trust with ourselves. We begin to build up a resiliency to setbacks because we realize it's okay if we miss one day at the gym. It's okay if we miss one day with the 10,000 steps. It's okay if we yell at our spouse or our children or our loved ones because we're going through a lot and we still haven't figured out, you know, 
the best emotional intelligence day. There are going to be setbacks, but we seek resiliency, coping skills, coping skills, right? For a lot of us, we have, it's like, yeah, we all did drugs. We all drink the booze. We all have that addiction, but it often comes from an under feeling issue where we're afraid of our feelings. I want to feel into the feelings. And not every day will I be amazing at it. Will I be rock chalk Jayhawk in it? Will I be boomer sooner in it? No, not every day am I going to be the best version of myself. But if I can start stacking up consistent moments in my life where I can see quality improvement, where I can begin to achieve goals I've laid out for myself, I will find that balance. And it's found through consistency. I want all of us to start looking for measurable results in our lives where we chose consistency over intensity. And again, maybe the next sober shorty will be about intensity because there are moments and places for that. But I don't think we as those with an addiction background and are now in you know seeking or in sobriety and recovery necessarily have an intensity issue. If anything, we know exactly how to be intense. But I'm looking for consistency. I want you to be consistent. Find that homeostasis within yourself. And I will be the first one to start it by ending this show as close to 17 minutes as I possibly could have. As always, inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Every day is the best day of our lives because we wake up sober. That's consistency right there. Shout out to Sunshine and Robert. Glow on. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. 